Welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward. Uh, this week, I'm very excited to bring on Canadian ultra runner, triathlete, uh, and just an awesome guy, Noel Thompson, uh, to the show. Um, I randomly met Noel uh, while going on a little hike with my dad and my four-year-old um, around Mud Lake in Nederland, Colorado. Uh, there was no one else at this lake except Noel and his family. Um, and they were out, he was with his kiddo and his wife and they were playing in the lake and my kid was playing the lake. So we got to talking, uh, turns out Noel was in town for the Boulder Ironman, um, which was awesome. I could tell right away, uh, that he was definitely an endurance athlete. So we got to talk about Iron Man, uh, and then just randomly uh, led into ultra running and trail running, and uh, and the thing that I love about doing this podcast and like kind of following this passion for hearing and sharing stories from various adventurers is um, I have an excuse to reconnect with people. Uh, this has happened a handful of times where I meet somebody. Um, talk to them a little bit, kind of get to know surface level stuff. And then, uh, I have an excuse to reach back out and, and see if we can dive into their love of the sport or adventures or endurance and what they find and, and how they find meaning from those things. Um, and bring that meaning into their lives. So, uh, this is a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Noel's first ultra marathon story is fantastic and i think you all will enjoy it too and i have to say this just his spirit and his enthusiasm for this sport and really for just getting people out there and getting people to experience doing hard things is something that is uh enviable and and something that i really think uh we should all strive for is something that definitely made me want to talk to Noel and do the podcast with him. So uh, let's get right into it. This is Like a Bigfoot podcast number 346 with Noel Thompson. I guess how I met you was pretty much exactly how I meet every single person I interview on this podcast. I was at a lake. I was at Mud Lake in Nederland and you were there with your wife and your son and we just got to talking and I was like, you should, you're, whoa, you've done all these crazy, cool, like <laughs> triathlons and hundred milers and all this stuff. I'm like, I do this podcast and, and yeah, so normal, normal everyday, get a podcast guest by going to mud Lake. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. That was super rad. Yeah. I got to meet your father and meet your daughter. Yeah. Had a good conversation with your father. Good man. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious just how you can just meet somebody randomly and just have a good conversation with someone that just evolves into something else with other opportunities too. So it's super yeah, rad. No, it's cool. Just and then it's it. like, I guess with me doing this podcast, like it's always cool because then it gives me this second chance to like reconnect. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it's just like an excuse to do that. So yeah, man. So I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. Hear some stories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I gotta ask, you have a tattoo on your arm. Is that Bigfoot? Uh no, that's uh close though. It's uh Eddie, the trooper. Okay. The modern maiden. 
All right. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, I got, so it's a bit of a collage here. So it's, it goes into a completely different direction. And then I got Michael Jackson doing a, a big old moonwalk dance there. <laughs> so it's just different, different soundtracks on the arm right now. That's cool, man. Can you yeah. moonwalk? Is that something that's like a talent of yours? uh no i'm i'm as i'm as white of a dancer as it gets unfortunately <laughs> um yeah man so dude i want to have you on so you were in colorado you were doing the uh like boulder triathlon um and i yeah. want to hear a little bit about that to start and then i want to jump into some crazy hundred milers you've you've taken on yeah wicked man for sure um so i i did the the boulder 70.3 iron man that was out in uh the, the Boulder Reservoir area, and it was my first time traveling to do a triathlon, and yeah. first time just being away from home. So it it was a cool process in that where it was just the whole travel aspect of of uh, you know packing your bike, packing your gear, and just uh, and then preparing to be at a to train and race at a elevation was a was a big hurdle too because I'm at where at I'm from uh Berlin uh Hamilton Ontario sea level and it's like 3600 I think over there where you're yeah. at oh it's like 50 uh, it's well wait are you doing we got to do a Canadian USA transfer here are you doing uh meters or what <laughs> meters <laughs> yeah I'll say yes it probably is <laughs> it's but like so it was I I was just preparing for that Ironman, and so I got to go out there. And I was coming off tired legs from just doing 100 miles 10 days prior. So it, it was, it was, it was just had those those two different factors of being okay. Am I going to be recovered enough? And what's what's going to go on uh, fitness wise when I'm out to compete on that day? Yeah, dude, how'd it go? I saw you. I think I met you probably like a day or two after. So it was, it was good. Like, um, you know, uh, I was fully recovered from the, the 100 miler prior and we'll, we can talk about that later. Um, fitness wise, uh, the elevation, it didn't get to me. I had, I acclimated really well. We came in three days earlier. Um, I was drinking an abundance, abundance of water. Uh, I overloaded on, uh, magnesium and vitamin D. I was probably taking about 6,000 uh, milligrams of uh, vitamin D in the morning and then almost 8,000 uh, milligrams total of magnesium. And that, it, it, that just helped. Yeah. Um, uh, race day, it was super wicked. So if anyone's never done a triathlon before, uh, this one was a half Ironman distance. So it was a two-kilometer swim, a 90-kilometer bike ride. And then a half marathon run. I did a half Ironman one day, but I did it on my own pace. You know, like I just had a day off mm -hmm. work. And so I was taking like huge breaks in between everything. You know what I mean? Like I did the swim, did part of the bike, took a break, did the rest of the bike. You know, I just kind of like took my time. And that destroyed me. Like by the end of that half marathon run, I was like, dude, I'm zonked, man yeah it's it's always it's it's tricky too because if uh if you haven't done what's called a brick you're transfer doing the two different disciplines of cycling yeah. 
and then going into running, you're going to feel that in your in your legs too. Yeah, dude. Well, especially going like directly from one to the other is insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the and also it's totally different too when you got like two thousand other friends, and you get to you get to be in this thing called the washing machine during the swim, or what I I like calling it the mosh pit too. So it's like your own little circle pit. The mosh pit makes it sound more fun, like you're like choosing <laughs> to engage in it. You know what I mean? Versus the washing machine. <laughs> yeah the washing machine but you can get turned over pretty quickly too but it's it's cool i think it's one of the more exciting parts when you got this like mass start and you just see all these humans just going and it's just like whoa yeah and it, it could be a pretty over overwhelm overwhelming thing but sometimes it's just like once you get through that the first minute it's just like okay things calm down again yeah and you just cruise yeah. Well, I was going to ask, like, how do you not get like overly excited during that and just, you know what I mean? Like go way too fast at the beginning when it's that crazy. Well, it's, you're always, I don't, you're always going to get caught up in the moment. Yeah. No matter what, it's, it's just human nature. You're going to see other people, your heart rate's going to be going. I think it's just what I like to do. You just got to detach, decompress and just have a self understanding with yourself being like, okay, let's, let's make this about me it's not about keeping up with somebody else and just focusing on your heart rate focusing on your arm strokes and, and kicks you know just and just keep keeping focused on that and just at the task at hand yeah yeah sometimes 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 it can just become an overwhelming thing where it's just like oh this person's kicking me here or i'm getting touched here or you know it's like i gotta catch up with this person then you just lose you lose all concentration too yeah, and it's just, and also like everyone out there, it's all all different levels too, right? Sometimes it's just, it's just mom and dads out there, or there's guys that are just pushing it, pushing themselves, where they 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 were they're going after that age category spot, and they they want to win, or there's like the pros, and it's and but that's like and that's it. That's what's cool about triathlon is that you see all the different individuals and everybody's got their own story and purpose. Yeah, man. So where where do you sit in that kind of category? Like, where do you see yourself? Like, well, are you no, like serious no. competitive? Or are you like like where are you at on that scale? I'm just I'm just a normal dad now. I'm I'm not at that scale anymore. I'm not going after an age category spot. Yeah, I just like to I like to train hard, uh, lead by example wake up get after it and then you know just show up and just show my kid like yo we can all do hard things and and then just be a normal dad right afterwards so yeah man that, so for that day that was just me me showing up having fun getting after it helping others and then just going out for lunch afterwards it's it's always interesting being a dad at the end of these races because you're completely zonked you're completely destroyed, beaten up, tired. And then your kid runs up and your kid doesn't comprehend that. And yeah. you're instantly on dad mode again. Like you're picking them up, you know, like it that's doesn't. It, that, that's, that's, that's the, the biggest reward on this too, though. It's yeah. just, it's just, just like, you know what? No, <laughs> one of these, one of these things, you know, um, what Ka like Cameron Haynes says is like, no one cares work harder, you know? Yeah. It's just like, okay. All right. That was my job then. All right. I'm back at this job. Yeah. And just, but, and I, I, the thing is, is that I love, I love sharing that with my son, no matter what, 
whether it's like running the hundred miles, doing the 70.3s, coaching the kids or coaching in general, it's just like, it's always, it's always that I, you know, you got to pick your own kids up afterwards too. Yeah. You know, and also that, and also that like during that 70.3 too, it's, it's hilarious too. Cause you know, my wife and I, we've done this so many times and it's just normal. And she's just like, yo, do you, do you need me to be on the course? Like, you know, do you need me with some signage for you? I'm like, nah, babe. I was just like, you know what? There's a slushy, slushy machine there. There's a beach there. You know, just grab a bottle. You have a day. Go out, make it a beach day. You know, I'll, I'll just see, I'll see you at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, she, she was a loyal towards, if you know what I mean. And then, yeah. I would just, uh, just, and then like, you know, I, and I just see my son afterwards and it's just like, well, I'm, ca- I'm carrying the bike in one hand, carrying the kid on the shoulder on the other. And it's just, that's it. It's just like, uh, she's, it's cool. Yeah. That's, no, I love that, that dude. Yeah, man. I want to hear like, what's your, um, kind of history in athletics or in adventure or, or things like that, you know? So, uh, it's for the past, I've been doing triathlon for about the past five years. Okay. And, and um, that was, uh, and I've never really, I didn't have an athletic background even before that. I was just like a blue collar, get after it guy. Um, worked on, dr- worked on drilling rigs for a long time before that out, out in Alberta. Yeah. And uh, basically I just, I just took, took that mentality. And I, when I came, came back to live, live to Ontario, I just wanted something else and push myself. And I, I saw, I found running, I started running and just keeping myself more accountable, having more discipline and, and, uh, things just like with, with my life, personal situation, relationships, everything just got better from that. Things just snowballed into, into a more positive direction. Yeah, man. Um, right. And, uh, what's going like present day, what's happening now. Um, I'm a co- uh, head coach for what's called the kids of steel program for uh, a triathlon team called the hammerheads fighting koalas <laughs> great right. name and, great name and um you know never mess with a koala that's all i gotta say um and we we've been we've been a team since uh 1999 i've been i've been involved with this team for almost five years and then I've been coaching the program for over two years now. Yeah. And uh, the kid, the kids that I coaching, it's uh, six years old, to 13. So it's like kids just getting into sport and it's like not even directed at sport. Really. It's a uh, more boot, boot camp based that uh, of the workouts that I, that I create. So I'll bring baseball bats, tires, battle ropes. Yeah. Make the you know just get the kids to do different like relay type of races, and get them more of a team 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 teammate against teammate or teammate pick me up teammate kind of uh, workout form. Yeah, it's cool. That's super cool, man. Uh, I I won't. Yeah, I want to hear more about that. But first, like, take me back. Like, was working on an oil rig. Like, do you think there's something about like the physicality of that job? that when you were done with that you kind of wanted to continue the physicality and that's what got you into this yeah for sure it's also also like like with that it's like you know you're, it's a that job too is like you know it's you could say 90 it's 90 percent meant just as much mental as it is 
uh, physical, yeah. you know, because you're, you're, you're away from family. You're away from your friends. You're missing birthdays. You're missing Christmases. You know, you're working, you're working outside in like minus four, minus 40 Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit there. Super but cold. It, <laughs> it's super cold. It's just like when, you know, when, when hydraulics don't want to work, it's just like, well, what do I, why do I want to work? This is cold. Like, so it's like, uh, yeah, man, drilling rigs, it's a, it's a different, it's a different lifestyle too, you know, but like. You got, and you're working with like six other guys and those guys could be because, or you become, you have a, create a bond and team like that too. Yeah. You know, cause you're hanging out with them. You're, you're eating dinner, you're eating lunch, you're eating breakfast, you know, you're working out together. And you're it's doing cool this like hard that. thing. Like it seems like a, there's a sports connection there. For sure. There it's, it's a total team atmosphere because it's just like, if there's a, a weak link, it's just like, well, something's not working, yeah. you know? And sometimes you just got to address that too. Yeah. Did you learn yeah. any like leadership lessons from that? Like working that? Oh, in... yeah. To totally. And, and like, you know, I, I was, when I got there, I was young. I was in my young twenties. I was totally out of control, you know? And you just, it was just like going through the growing pains too. It's just like, so I, you learn that way. And, you know, I'm, I'm 41 years old and I'm, you know, you're, you're still learning leadership skills, but it's just like, you know what, if I had, if I had this type of knowledge where I could give to that punk ass 20 year old back then, you know, it would be even better. But you Did know, you, was there any older guys given your punk ass that knowledge, like as a 20 year old? Yeah. Yeah. It's either, it's either through words or about, or the, the hand, you know, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's a school of hundred ducks. <laughs> what made you like, hey, I have to kind of move on from that, uh, and then you know move on to Ontario where you are now. Well, it's it was just an opportunity. Well, also I hate I I, I started uh, I just didn't want to work outside anymore. Yeah, I was getting I was getting soft, and it was just like yeah, I'd rather just work indoors. And so I there was an opportunity to to be back home. And uh, where I'm working now is uh, the Ford, uh, the Ford Motor Company. I so I work on the assembly line there. So now I'm just a, a full time, out of shape, lazy auto worker. <laughs> well, and, now getting um, outdoors is your like fun time versus you know when they're like uh, once you start, once you. No, I mean not to say like working on a oil rig is the same as like like I my sister in law was went to art school and she was like, once you yeah. just start doing art as your job, you lose like that passion for it. Like once you're outside all the time for your job, you probably like lose that passion a bit, you know? <laughs> it's different though when you're covered in base oil and hydraulics and diesel engines and everything. Okay. Yeah. It's totally different. It's not like, Hey, I'm out in nature. This is awesome. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, no, I'm here to this, this 12 hours, you know? Yeah, dude, yeah. So it's not the same. No, you don't do yeah, your workouts uh, now covered in oil, is what you're saying? No, instead, and it's it's just a, a salt, salt and mud and sweat and blood, whatever else ends up happening. You know, that sounds um, more fun for sure. Agreed. Yeah, and then like, yeah, with Ford, it's just Monday to Friday. It's and I was it's able to go and just do other things. 
you know, yeah. get vacation, get vacations, be, be there for birthdays and holidays. And you got, and it's, it's cool. I, I, I like it. It's an, I think it's an awesome job. I'm grateful for it. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's shift work. It still sucks, but you know, you take it, you just work it how it is and just take advantage of, of whatever it is. And you make, you make the time for it. Yeah, for definitely. One like your... work life balance. that has to be a lot better. Totally. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's taking that one thing where it's just like, all right, right now I'm an auto worker, but it's at the same time I'm, I'm writing down, I'm visualizing and I'm getting prepared for my day for afterwards. So what's, what's going to be happening, whether I'm going to be coaching, whether I'm going to have got a training session for myself or just like what to lock in with, with Troy and get him ready for whatever, whatever he's got to get done. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's man. Just, it's, con- it's controlling and, and owning your, your, your time. So when it's work time, it's work time. When it's play time, it's play time. And then, you know, when it's relationship time, it's relationship time. Yeah. All those things. It's all, it's all, it's all balance. You know, sometimes, bro, I bet, you know, I bet it feels like a, like a triple beam sometimes where it's just like, you know, parenting sucks. It's just like, you know, you want to do one thing, but something else happens. And you're just like, well, sure. Dude, well, even like you, you know, you saw me when I was taking my daughter out for a walk, you know, a a short walk around that little lake up there in Netherlands. And I've just realized as a parent who also loves adventure and stuff, like I have to go into that stuff with my kid, like with no expectations at all. Like for sure, there's times we make it out of the parking lot and sit on a log for 20 minutes and that's it that's the adventure for the day there's other times where we'll go for a few miles you know what i mean it's just taking Mm -hmm. my expectation out of it like makes it less uh frustrating i guess because there are times for for sure frustrating for sure and and it and it it gets our kids to trust us even more when it when we go in with with that with that type yeah where it's just like we're not forcing them to do anything where it's just like hey you just want to chill okay yeah cool and then sometimes you gotta introduce some sort of play there play play with that if with whether it with it's the hike or whatever like with me what i do with troy when we're on the to make them run even more in the trails i'll be like yo i think the t-rex is coming to get us and, so, <laughs> and it's just like it, it just it just goes from there yeah, man, that's genius. Dude. I've heard all sorts of crazy. I've done, you know, with my kids, it's like, we'll just pick up pine cones and start throwing them at stuff at like trees and stuff. And that becomes the game. And dude, yeah, yeah. man, it's a blast. I love it. Uh, there, it's, it's just an interesting experience being a dad, you know, uh, totally. And, and there's so many like, you know, you want to like, to me, like, I want to like, give my wisdom to my kids you know mm-hmm. and so i'll totally dad lecture you know every once in a while and that never clicks but then all of a sudden they're just out in the woods messing around and they like learn some sort of deep lesson i'm like oh that's it that's the lesson <laughs> you know? but we're, we're just like there with two hands in the air yes yes <laughs> victory um yeah man so when did you first hear about like trail running or ultra marathons or stuff like that yeah um so i was uh i was just i was working on the line this was probably 2018 
and I just started listening to podcasts. So I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and he had his uh, he had his friend uh, Cam Haynes on, and then Cam Haynes. Do you know who Cameron Haynes is? Yeah, uh, yeah. like archery guy. Yeah, runs a whole bunch. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't stop lifting weights. For... <laughs> just lift weights like twenty four seven. What? Yeah. Anyway, so I was. He was on the podcast. I was just listening. Then I he was talked about a hundred mile run, and I'm like, "What? People run hundred miles?" I was like, "This is ridiculous." And I was like, "I just started doing triathlon," and so I was just doing sprint distance. So I'm like, yeah. "That's a, very short." So it's just like. A one let's just say call it like a one hour workout yeah one and done and you're you you do the race and then you, you're going for breakfast afterwards and i was just like i want to do this i'm like 100 miles so i'm like okay uh my race season's gonna be done in late august so i was like i looked up 100 mile runs in september in ontario and i googled it and then uh the halliburton I, I signed up for the, I said Halliburton Forest Trail Race, and it was in September, and I just broke up the credit card, and I just signed up like that, and then I was just like, what the did I just do? Why did I do this? And I'm like, I never trailed run. I've never, and my longest distance that I ever ran was like a 30K road race. And like, and I was just like, rippled through that. I'm like, oh, what did I just do? And I was just like, well, here's the hard things. And, uh, you know, I just, I stuck it out. I did the, I did the, I, so I was, I was still preparing and just training, doing the sprint distance triathlons over the summertime. And I was just so green and so naive and i was just like yeah you know i'm just gonna run on some nice soft gravel that's cool this is what it's gonna be like and dude i get to halliburton <laughs> the hardest thing i've ever done in my entire life um it was just unrunnable terrain single track just boulders just cliffs on top of cliffs that you're just like what am i doing but I did really good. Like I was, I did like really, really well. Like I was yeah. like, I was crushing it. Like the first seventy-five miles, I was fifteen hours. I was fifteen hours in. I was just crushing. And I, and then boom, I was just like, what's with my ankles? I was just like, something started hurting, and I just couldn't run anymore. I was just like, I couldn't run. I couldn't walk, and what turned into like yeah i'm moving i'm cruising it was just like i was doing the shuffle dance for the rest over the night everything i just kept on going and i couldn't and it took me 12 and a half hours to do the last 40k i was i i'm really proud that i didn't i didn't crawl there was a lot of crying a lot of crying i like I think I like I made up names of different rocks that I kicked. Like I I, I cursed out an entire rock family at one point, dude. It, it was it was ridiculous when I when I passed that finish line. It that was tw and that took me twenty seven and a half hours, and I was I was all, and I was piled up. When I passed the finish line and I sat down on the bench, 
they took my shoes off, took my feet, just turned into watermelons, and I just passed right out. And I was just like, just from exhaustion and everything. <laughs> and have you ever been so tired where you feel like you slept for years? <laughs> I slept for 10 seconds and I, was, I thought it was years. I was like, and it was just this overwhelming pain. It was like as if I was Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. <laughs> I went to get up. I went to get up, but I just fell right away, and I'm just crawling, and I'm just like, uh, so they took me to the, I had to go to the hospital right away, and then I just, I had, I had fractured ankles, it, it was, yeah, I was, it was, it wasn't a good time. I, I have to say, that might be my, I mean, not to like laugh at your pain, but that might be one of my favorite first 100 mile stories that I've heard so far. <laughs> oh, man, it's just hilarious it's looking back at it it's just like every i think every single human out there they got they got to put themselves through the some sort of level of pain factory to know something about themselves learn something about themselves for that opportunity and it's just like what i experienced that that day and that night was just like the only thing that mattered like was was my breath food and shelter that's all i was like thinking about at that point and it's just like i don't know it it really it aligns you differently that i th i think everyone should be put through that process not not of 100 miles but i think it's just important yeah that we do hard things yeah no you know? i i agree how did you i mean in the moment you probably weren't uh thinking about that that experience in that way so how long did it take you to kind of come to that conclusion of like i'm glad i got to go through that well um i had a, i had a, i had a pacer that time i had a guy who he he kept me in he kept me in it yeah. okay and um we we didn't with anything it's just like you don't think about the total distance so you don't think about the 100 miles but we did it we didn't even think about the the 40k distance he's like we're just focused on this one hill and this he's like we didn't cut and he and it was awesome what he said and i've taken that and i, I direct that to other people and i take that with me where it's just like you know what we didn't come here just to do 75 miles we didn't you didn't come here just to do 15 hours of work i'm like you got 32 hours to finish so just just own it yeah this is your time. So it does it. All of this doesn't matter. He's like, you got nowhere, you got nowhere else to be. You got nowhere else to go right now. So just do it. And, um, it was wicked. And there yeah. was a, I actually, yo, Chris, there were, I, I wanted to quit. I yeah. did quit. Um, um, I had 10, I had 10 kilometers left. So like, that's what, like five miles. Yeah. So like six miles or something. So, okay. I wanted to quit. Yeah. I was like, I was just like, screw everything. You know, I started, I, you know, I started have, having huge poopy pants mentality where I was just like, everything's broken. Everything sucks. I was yeah. just like, screw it. And then I was just like, so I just, I got, I got that, you know, I got that, I got that, I got that bad version of Noel out and it was just like, okay, let's go. Let's get after it. You know? And it was just like, and, and went back to kicking rocks and calling, calling, rocks names again and then you know finished it <laughs> i love the strategy dude i've never heard the strategy of 
make up names for rocks and then curse them out. And I think that's a genius, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to have some level of psychoness, I guess. Craziness, <laughs> you know. Well, I think like to get out of that and realize that you can get that low and that broken and that defeated and, and overcome it. I think that's like a huge lesson. Like to me, I'm like, that's why doing hard things is so important. Like you have to reach yes. those really low moments and figure out like, Oh, I am tough enough to get out of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Controlling yourself, understanding yourself. It's wicked when you're put it, when you're put in the, in the hurt locker or when you're in that, in the heat, it's just like, what can I do when I'm in this pressure cooker, you know, yeah. and control controlling that. And it's like, um, have you heard of a, uh, heard of a pitcher called Roy holiday? I have. Yeah. Yeah. So like he had that, it's like that one pitch at a time mindset. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, controlling this pitch, then going to the, to that, to that next pitch. So it's just like, again, like how the thought process is now and go into these hundred milers or any of these long distance things. It's just like breaking it down into what one segment at a time and not, not overwhelming yourself with the entire thing. Yeah. Just in, enjoying that process and enjo enjoying that ride and, and the journey. Yeah. Well, I've talked to, um, you know, like different athletes and they like a lot of people in different sports, like have that whole like, idea of like starting fresh, you know, like in football, it makes sense. Like you, you do a play, like you do one first down in football and it either goes really well or it goes really bad. And yeah. you can, and uh, you can, one of the people I've interviewed, they talked about like hitting the refresh button and they like yeah. touch their wrist and be like, refresh. It doesn't matter. I could have scored a touchdown. I could have dr dropped the game winning touchdown, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The next play matters. And in football, that makes, I mean, that's easier to do. I think I've tried that strategy in like an, in ultra marathons and I find it really important but hard to do right because it's this continual thing it's not like there's a yeah. play and then it's done you know what i mean so there's how do you a, handle that so with that it's like um there's a thing that i call grounding and uh, usually it's like you, you go and you take your shoes off and your socks off and get the electric electrical ground yeah like, like a grounding cable listen we got things to do i ain't taking my shoes off i ain't taking my socks off so it's kind of like you just take your hands and I like touch a tree and hugging it. And you're just like, you kind of, I ground myself that way yeah. and de de decompress it. So I, you know, I'll say this a lot throughout our conversation, detaching, decompressing, is very important. And then re recalibrating and then re-engage. And then the, <laughs> also sometimes the grounding doesn't work because <laughs> sometimes you're just left hugging a tree and you're like i'm grounding i'm grounding i'm grounding <laughs> it's just like, Let's get the legs. <laughs> you're like the tree didn't work this time <laughs> it's just like what's wrong with you stupid tree and then you you just look like some hipster just hugging a tree you know <laughs> no but i like that though because it's giving you it does give you a break for a second to kind of like re like you just said, like re-engage with what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good, man. I like that. So, um, at this point you, so you finished your first hundred miler, you're in the hospital. Yeah. 
when are you like, I'm definitely doing that again? Um, well, I said it out loud. I'm like, well, but like, you know, I, it was, I ended up learning even more things about, uh, like my reco- like recovery and training and healing. And that just, and that snowballed into, uh, built, building that level of fitness and, and learning new things so the recovery process of being in the pool and just like, doing like aquafit classes with people with old old cats yeah was hilarious just like just having fun with that and just like you know getting strengthening the the ankles and the ligaments um i did a lot of i was just like wearing swim fins in the in the jacuzzi and uh just strengthening the calves that way it was it was it was good um but uh then i you know i did a the fit i went back to the Halley in uh 2019 but i i just uh i ran the the 50 mile course instead and uh you know it was just and it was fun like i just it was just my like i had more more of a love and more appreciation for trail running uh more respect for the ultra running distance yeah and and just and ran a really healthy uh 50 miler i think it was about 10 i think it was like 10 hours healthy and that's way that's fun that was that was a good day and then um i ran my second and then i went back and i did uh halley again no no i ended up doing a diy because things became so cool around the worldwide uh of covid so i was, was following awesome. the timeline there and i'm like yeah, yeah. dad there's not gonna be many races yeah. in the next year you no, mentioned. Yeah, but 20, 2020 was just like yeah like where it's just like stay away from everyone don't do anything stay away from gym stay away from pools yeah you know stay, yeah. stay away from stairs everything will make you sick kind of thing but uh like so i did a diy uh 100 miler and I smashed that out of the park with uh with some friends that, and that was that was a blast. Where was that at? That, like how did you decide did, what course to do and all that stuff? I I just I made up my own run course. There was like this uh cool gravel gravel rail trail that I run on that I ran on um out in Ontario. It's like beside a river and it's a total of 40 kilometers. Yeah. So I just did that, did a bunch of out of out and backs on that. Nice. Um packed a whole bunch of food which was hilarious because raccoons ate all my food that i had packed away in a tree <laughs> so they, they had a good lunch they had they had blts and <laughs> they had and you know yeah, and meanwhile you're out there just suffering because now you don't have any food uh, i was rattled rattled all I wanted was a BLT, and then I'm just like, whenever you really- want, when you want a BLT, and then it's not there anymore, it's it's a sad <laughs> moment. Got back, and then I went back, and I went after, went back to Halley and ran the hundred miles again in 2019. No, uh, 20, 2021 in Halley, and then uh, that was just awesome. It was the, even the uh, they changed the course and they made it. They said, "Well, it was hard, but now we're going to make it even harder." You're like, "Thanks, guys." Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, I know it's a hard day. It's, it was a hard day, and uh, it was awesome, well earned. Um, it was, uh, I think, it, 
it was 30 hours of hard work. And I, I was just had a total boots on the ground mentality going in on that, where I was just like, all right, where I was just like, I got my lunchbox packed, I'm ready. Uh, and I did that one on my own, unassisted. And it, it was just, a, it was wicked, wicked. 30 hours of hard ass work. And uh, there was a lot, lot of badass people out there that day too. It, it was cool. Yeah. So tell me, like, so ten people out of ninety finished. Why? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm like, what sure was it? I, like, what was the thing that took everyone out? Well, the thing is that you have to understand is that there's not a high success rate at the Halliburton race. Yeah, it's it's just hard. That's like what I mean. It's it's just hard. It's you think you can. Uh, it's you can. There's no groove to it where you'd be like, okay, I'm going to run a flat spot. But yeah. like with these flats, these flat spots, it, it zigzags. And then you go, there's logging roads where it's just like roads that are actually like a tra uh, trail system that's actually made of like logs that you're running on. Yeah. Or there's no like, way, really? Or <laughs> yeah. Or there's like graded flat face rock. It's super cool, man. Like, it's like, what, like, if I was out in Colorado, I would just be, I, I would just be out, out on the mountains. And that's how I would prepare for that one. Yeah. Because it's just like with mountain running, it's it's pretty it's it's more of a boots on the ground, just like high knees stretch, stretching those hips out, more just tons of quads. Yeah, and uh, that's that's what Hallie is. It's just like it's a it's a hike. Dang man, I'm trying to find pictures of it. I'm gonna look that one up for sure. Is it the Halliburton Forest 100? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, it's just a an old school lunchbox race. You're not get, there's no flash, but it's like, but I'll tell you what, the race organizers, it it's and it's true what they pit crews there are insane. They all have like different different. They all have different personalities, and they wait. All, time they out. All can you say like, can you say that part again? At you were talking about race organizers. Yeah, yeah like the rate, like the the pit crews. Like yeah. so, for like the different different stations, it's it's they all have different personalities, and they got like sup and they have ginormous bonfires going on, and there's different food, or it's just just like diff different stuff. Like they'll just have different music at another place, or they'll be like, yo, our station's the uh, is the party station, and and you just gotta be, you know. Sometimes it's just like, yo, what type of brownies am I gonna eat? You know, it's just like they can just be. <laughs> these are these good brownies or, they, or am i gonna be just like sitting on a rock and being like okay no wonder this is gonna take me 36 hours to finish you know <laughs> but, um it's um it's a it's a wicked 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 race and yeah. it's and it's just yeah that's all i can I, that's what i can say about the holly and i call it so i call it the holly that's out of love and respect. So <laughs> what made you, what made that be like the first one that you chose? It was just, uh, cause I'm uh, being dumb. Yeah. Which is dumb. <laughs> that's it. Like that's all it was. It was a Google. It was just like, I Googled. It was just like, give me a race at, at this date, this time. And I'm like, sure, let's go. I'm yeah. like, I get a hoodie. I was just like, yeah, I get a hoodie to wear. Sweet. It's just like, it's just like, why, why would I do 50 miles? Why would I do a 50 miles? I'm just going to t-shirt when I could go and 
get a belt buckle and get a hoodie. That sounds way better. <laughs> um, I want to ask, like, is since there's a lower finishing rate, is it one of those races where like you're seeing the same people every year? Like it's a community kind of thing. Like people are coming back to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's, and then you get a, cu- a couple new, uh, new people that come out there and there's like some elite runners yeah. where it's just like, and, and which is just amazing to see that type of caliber out there and they're just crushing it. Yeah. That's just like to see someone like, doing it in like 21 hours or 22 hours is it's just incredible yeah. you know it's just like wow the the amount of pain that they're in it's 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 awesome to see see that that's awesome man i was that the one that you did oh, 10 days before the triathlon out here no 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 so uh that was uh the the sulfur spring trail race okay um, and that's, uh, that's actually basically in my backyard of Hamilton. So it's, a, it's located in, uh, it's in the Dundas Valley and, uh, par- and parts of that race is actually like in a really famous trail section that we call the Bruce trail. And that's over, it's almost, uh, 11, I think it's about 1100 kilometers long, this, uh, point to point, yeah. this, this trail system. But, uh, so this, we're just in a little cookie of the of the bruce trail and it's just a it's a a 20 kilometer uh uh race course loop and um you do that eight times how would you like um, that aspect just the repetitive part and what's what's cool about that is that you can you can it's for you can just break it you can break break it down easier yeah and you can just you can just make and um just detaching, decompressing uh, is easier because you're just like, okay, 20 K at a time. Right. Yeah. And, um, and you just, you can just work the di- the different sections easier of, of just break, breaking it down even more where it's just like, okay, I just got three pit stops to do or go through three aid stations. So you're constantly engaged, you're constantly engaged like with other athletes, other runners. Cause there's, there's more, there's more than just the hundred mile runners that are going on too. Yeah. It's, 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 it's freaking wild. It's like, it's like highway traffic out there. So you got the hundred, the hundred mile runners out there. Then you got like a hundred mile team, team relay runners yeah. out there. Then you got the, a 50, a hundred kilometer, uh, race, a, a 50 mile race, a 50 kilometer race all going on at the same day. And so you're just, you're just, you're like, for a trail race, you're just surrounded by people all the time. So you're engaged. So, you know, you're stimulated that way as well. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. And then you probably meeting and being able to somewhat distract yourself with talking to people and things like that, um, which I always think helps, you know, I, there are, there are a lot of times where I do like being by myself in these longer races, but also when you find yourself around somebody, it can like yeah. take you out of the out of the pain that you're in. <laughs> yeah. So, like Chris, like um, with a hundred miles, like, do you do these unassisted? Do you, have you ever like done it by yourself? This like, is where I'm going to admit to you that I've never done a hundred miler. And okay. I've done a hundred k. Yeah, I've done a hundred k. I've done uh, some longer stage races. Um, a whole bunch of fifty milers and fifty k's. 
uh, but cool. I haven't pulled the trigger. I like sleeping, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's my thing. I'm like, I think I like sleeping too much. But yeah, after talking with people like you and other people I've interviewed, like, I do feel like it's inevitable, but I haven't felt the full call to the hundred mile distance yet. Yeah, it's 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 different for every individual, right? And it's like when that when that time comes, it's trust me that it's it's all up to you. If if you want to do it, then it's just like sweet man, just and just own it and just enjoy enjoy that time. When the time comes, it'll it'll just happen. It'll it'll be wicked. But it's different for for every every person, you know. Yeah. I had I had people like giving me like when I first started doing when I went to do my first hundred miler, and this is what and. You know, this is, and this, it's, and it's bullshit, unfortunately, where we, like, us as people, it's just human nature, I guess, where, whether it's just like people, it's the people's either, their own insecurities too, where it's just like, well, why do you got to judge? Why you got to hate? And why, why do you, why do you, why, like, I, I'm swearing a lot here, but like, why the fuck do you care what I'm doing? You know, like, it's just like, you're more than, like, why, why does it bother you that I'm going to go 100 miles? Why, why does that bother you? It's to say, I'm, it's not, it's not out of ego that I'm doing this. Yeah. It's say I'm, tr- I'm trying to find something about myself. Yeah. So I'm not trying. It's some people just, ha- you know, they get caught up in their, in the, in their own shell where it's just like, whatever you suck or it's just like, whatever you're doing it just for this. Well, it's just like, hey, or it's just, again, like I'm on this side of the fence, you know, you're more than well. You're you're fine to sit up there and like judge me, or or be like what or not understand. But anytime you want to come over, I'm more than welcome. To, I'm more than welcome to share that with you. Yeah. Whatever it is, whatever it's. If you want to do a five k, you yeah. want to do ten k, you want to go for a walk. It's just say, hey, if you want to have the conversation, if you want to put in the work, I'm there for you too. So yeah. it's it's all right. It, it's all about how you know, but it's just human nature too, where people people ju- people judge what they don't understand. Yeah. And uh, did you find that a lot? Like when you first signed up for the hundred, like did were people just like, "Why I don't understand? Like what what are you doing this for?" Yeah, it was a lot of you. You don't know what you're doing, and just <laughs> you know, just it's just like, well, no, I don't. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. cool. Who cares? like but like i'm i'm putting the work in yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not going in this completely blind you know i knew that there were i know that i had uh it was going to be 100 miles or 160k i didn't realize that it was going to be like 200,000 steps it would be doing you know but like you know but it's just like these are things if if you don't do it you'll never know and you know what? I was I was also cool with knowing that okay, I could fail. Yeah, that's in the. But and <clears throat> with that was me where I I owned it and I was just like yeah I I I didn't I'm I'm not gonna quit and it and it still continues to this day, you know the way it is of, of doing these hundred miles or doing triathlon, where it's just it's just owning it and preparing. It's fun. I, I I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I, that uh, was going to be kind of like where, what I was going to try to get at is like, what, what are you finding beneficial from doing these big challenging events? Like what's the reason you keep coming back time and time again? 
it's it's about control it's about controlling your your outcome of your 24 hours yeah okay it's that and um um with what was even more and with with me it's like i'm i'm always in a state a state of upgrading i'm always in a state of evolving that's it i, w- I want to add more layers okay i've you know i'm i'm ready to even learn more about about myself about my body what i want to do, want to do more like i want i want to get into jiu-jitsu now like i want to do more wrestling you know i want to add, i want to add that into my fold that like that with that stuff and i want to share that with my son you know and then also what what's happened over the years too was that now i it's, i it's creating community and giving and giving back and i had an opportunity and i just uh, had a conversation with uh, the race directors of the sulfur spring trail race and i was i was involved with uh with the trail race uh this year and um i was a part of of crew of uh helping people prepare for trail running and i yeah. I, I did a I, t- I took people out every single week once a week or twice a- oh here we go okay i took people out once or twice a week on the course for sulfur springs yeah taking them and uh what and it was and it was completely directed at like green runners being like hey you know and um whether we're walking or running we're gonna go we're gonna get after it and we're gonna look and just helping helping people be well being uncomfortable and it was awesome just to build build that and help people overcome overcome their fears and their anxieties and get into trail running and build trail running you know and help build that community where it's just like you know what this is a this is a welcoming place and it's it was super cool where it's just like like when i first started doing this i'm like yeah nobody's gonna come out to these runs yeah and like i was like i would put out an uh like an instagram video and be like you know just meet me at the parking lot here i was like no one's gonna no one's gonna show up and i'm just like all right and then like dude the first day there was like over 20 runners I'm like, this is awesome, and I'm like, let's go. I'm like, I got, I got friends. I got friends. People <laughs> like me, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was, and it was just, and it was just cool that like Sulphur Springs gave, uh, trusted me and gave me that opportunity to help with that, and uh, I helped, and I was able to help a lot of people, and they yeah. helped me too because. Where it was just like instead of like being like a fast runner, you could you just go and it's like it's not about me right now. It's like it's about this other individual who's you know maybe I'm not crushing hard right now, but they're they're giving it their all. And so if we got to walk up the hill, we're walking up the hill. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And and I and this is a lot of things that I I talked to to these uh, people about. It was like walking up the hill is just as good as running up the hill and you know what in trail running especially trail running it's like power hiking it's actually going to be far more efficient you're just going to have more fun too yeah you're going to come back at it again tomorrow and not feel defeated you know yeah it was cool that so that was cool um just giving back and training others giving back and then uh being out there on the race course and just seeing all all those mfers that i helped and that we all we all ran together with, you know, we had just had some really wicked conversations, and it was a lot of sweaty, salty hugs, and it was it was it was dope, man. 
I bet that's really rewarding, like introducing people to trail running and then watching them complete their first trail race. Exactly. It it is so, so awesome. It's so dope just seeing people do hard things, having fun, and just say, just killing it. It's just, it's wicked. It's just seeing those people overcome their shit and just doing it and owning it. Like, seeing people run their first hundred miles and just grinding and you just know that you just had that little aspect, just that little, little thing, whether it was like a little conversation and just seeing people being like you using something from that and taking that to help them. It it was wicked, you know? That's so cool, man. Uh, dude. So to wrap up, I have a couple things I wanted to ask you about. First of all, your Instagram, handle is canadian berserker which i feel like i'm saying wrong and i know how to say berserker i just don't know if i say it that often but i gotta ask is that from wolverine the x-men i i'm a huge fan of wolverine it's just uh it's just being a being a berserker it's just something of just you know it's just like you're on your own you're grinding and you're just you're just always after it. Right. And so it's that, 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 uh, Viking mentality where it's just like, we're, we're going after it no matter what you're always just prepared for war. That's it. And then, I love it. So I, so I, yeah, I'm at, uh, the Canadian berserker on Instagram. Um, and then I got my own pride. I'm a private strength and conditioning coach as well. And it's just, and that's just like super hard. We just, we just get after it. It is just, mind numbing hard work boots on the ground so we'll be using kettlebells heavy medicine balls battle ropes we'll be trail running we'll be freaking doing water doing exercises in the in the sauna or that's it like it's just after it you know yeah and um i just had an athlete he was he just he, he was just in a taekwondo tournament out in florida and he, he's uh, 18 years old, crushing it out in the, the national circuit. Yeah, and we're ju- we're ju- we're just we're ju- just constantly getting better. And he's going to be going out to Korea to go kick some heads in a couple weeks. So we're pre- we're preparing him for that for war for that. That's cool. We got the, co- we got the kids of steel, just making kids just hard hard kids. You know, having fun crushing triathlon. You know, and then I got Trey just crushing it he's doing soccer so we just we with that we just do the kick and chase that's that's my coaching style kick and chase kick and chase <laughs> you know and somehow somehow I, you know i'm able to mix in like a date every now and then with destiny and then you know and then crush my own workout and then all the while just being a lazy ass auto worker you know <laughs> never stopping never stopping you know just own it own it own it there you go man and i i saw on instagram that you took your son to his first pro wrestling aw show and i had to ask you as a fan of pro wrestling but specifically i think canadian pro wrestling they it's just a whole nother level um best canadian pro wrestler is it bret hart or is it chris jericho what do you got no, okay, no, yo, Chris Jericho, he's off his rocker now. Okay, he's he's nuts. 
okay? And it's just like, Judas in, Judas in, Judas in, my bag. It's just, you know, uh, no, Bret Hart, hands down, you know, he, all the way. Always, always. So was, that's there ever will be. You know what? <laughs> Nice man. Well, I love it, dude. Noel, it's been awesome. It's been awesome talking with you. This is why I love the podcast, man. I love reconnecting uh, with really interesting people, and I, I just, I can feel the enthusiasm you have for, for you know, all sorts of different types of like exercising and adventure and things like that. It's like it's just, it's it's very contagious. Like it's this enthusiasm almost for life, and I think that's really cool, man. So keep up all the good work, dude. Yo, thank you. Yeah, I'll we'll just keep on leading by example. And I, exactly, man, like all of us, we should just inspire to motivate one another. That's it, you know? Just build each other up. Just help each other overcome our own our own insecurities and just like just keep on involving, you know? I love that's it, man. That's what it's about. I love it. Where can cool. people follow your, your adventures? We already kind of mentioned Instagram, but in, anywhere else? Yeah, I, best way is that is on Instagram at the Canadian Berserker. It's, you know, I hardly post on there, but it's mo- it's mostly like immature stories of, of wrestling and whatever else. But there's sometimes I'll just go and I'll, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a post that I, I did, I did something for my day. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's the best way. And then uh, right now I'm just going to go across the day, do maybe go for a trail run. And then I got a new, new uh kids workout for the kids of steel today we're gonna be working out at the beach today nice i got a i got a wicked wicked uh boot camp set up for them it's gonna be awesome and just uh again keep up with uh my uh with the berserker and then uh head back to the ford motor company next week unfortunately to use build quality cars with quality parts you know <laughs> awesome man well we, dude yeah. dude thank we you can, man we come back going. out to colorado all right yeah we could keep on going i could cut another more long promo you know but no we got things we got things to do people to build up. awesome dude well, <laughs> hey we'll, we'll have to catch up with you in the future for sure yo let's do it again chris that'd be solid bro all, all right, right sounds good Alrighty, that wraps up this week's episode of the Like a Bigfoot podcast. Huge thanks to Noel for coming on the show. You can follow uh, what he's up to on Instagram by following the Canadian Berserker, which I think I'm saying. I Once I said Berserker out loud is one of those words that I'm like, dude, I've read this word a lot of times, and I don't know if I've ever said it out loud. <laughs> so, uh, And also just kind of a funny thing when we're, when I first met him, uh, and you know, I'm telling him, Oh, Hey, I do this podcast with adventurers and things, and it would be really fun to talk with you on it. Um, he's like, Oh, cool. What's your Instagram. And then we had to like tell each other our Instagram handles and both of them are mildly ridiculous with Canadian berserker and like a Bigfoot. And, uh, yeah, that just made me, made me laugh there. Um, but yeah, thank you all for tuning into the episode. Um, apologies, this one's coming out a week late. Uh, usually I don't miss a week, um, but my family, we were on vacation and I just didn't have time to get this ready before we left. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, I'm hoping over the next few weeks that we can uh, remain consistent. Uh, I'm about to dive back into real life, uh, start 
my day job again as middle school teacher. Um, and there's some big changes this year at our school. They changed my hours. Um, and without getting into nitty gritty detail, usually I would record these during a certain hour when I got done with school before I picked my kid up at daycare. Um, and now I'm not going to have that option. So, uh, I'll definitely be adaptable, be flexible. I mean, that's the thing these adventures kind of teach us and, and all that. So, um, so yeah, so I'll be, I'll be adapting and it might be a, a weird few weeks or a weird month or so while I, while I try to figure that out. So, uh, should be good. We do have an episode next week though. I'm about to record the intro and outro for that get that ready um, to be put out next week. And it's an awesome, awesome episode uh, with Eliza Sampy. Uh, she's a bike packer. Um, she's an incredible athlete. Uh, and she also had this traumatic brain injury um, that ties into kind of this this story of, of her comeback um, since then. So it's a really good episode. Um, and I hope you all tune in for it. All right. We'll get back at you next week.